Good day Nairobi. Hello and how are you? Today we are in studio with um, different guests, interesting guests and uh we're about to learn a lot about um taxation, uh domestic resource mobilization and so many other things around the tax environment. Our guests today are from the National Taxpayers Association and uh a member of uh, a community work group that is going to introduce themselves at a later stage. So I want us to first know ourselves in studio. Karibuni sana. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh Eddie, mm. you can introduce yourself. Hi, I need Yes. Yes, Eddie. Eddie is a member of the podcast if you remember and if you're listening for the first time he's a member of the podcast with no name uh Alan okay thank you my name is Alan Miheso I work with National Taxpayers Association I'm the project assistant no oh, okay Oh, I came with a friend from IPF. He's not a community <laughs> member. <laughs> he's uh is part of a a CSO group that okay. is financed by Oxfam. So uh-huh. he'll introduce himself. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Okay. <coughs> My name is Shem Joshua. Uh-huh. Uh, from Institute of Public Finance. Uh-huh. Okay. I work as a uh, fellow mm-hmm. as a doctoral fellowship. Oh. So as for now Uh, I'm an economist by profession mm-hmm. and my field is related to what is being discussed on domestic mm. uh. resource mobilization. Okay, when you say you are a doctoral fellow, mm. what does that mean? Oh, <laughs> I'm a PhD student. Oh. But uh, all in all um my work is related to what I'm doing now. So that's uh. what it means to be a doctoral I mean a doctoral okay. fellow. Okay. What are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> now I, I work with IPF. Yeah. As a You ni kama kuuliza president, Roger president akona akona PhD. Ni kama kuuliza what are you doing now? He's the president. Yeah, I work with IPF Institute of Public Finance uh-huh. as a, a fellow. Okay. Whereby um, my study relates with the work we do in the uh, you know in the civil society world. Mm-hmm. whereby we push for equity of resource mm-hmm. uh, mobilization in terms of uh, uh, supply of resources by the mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. tax side of it physical mm-hmm. policy so mm-hmm. all in all uh instrument of public finance is uh, uh, like a non political and mm-hmm. uh, we work directly with in uh, i mean other cso groups mm-hmm. that push for the equity of resource uh, supply Okay. You are the guy that we were looking for. Tumekutafuta sana because this is something of uh, very great interest both uh, to us in studio and uh, to to our listeners. So I will uh, get right into it. I so maybe yes. no, we we really need to, to introduce NTA. <laughs> oh yeah. We are the boss. Tumewacha nje. Eh so maybe just to give a background of NTA. NTA uh-huh. was uh, conceived in 2006. Uh-huh. The main uh-huh. focus of NTA is uh, looking at good governance mm-hmm. through we focus on ensuring that uh, the taxes Kenyans pay 
is used prudently and mostly we work in uh, PFM public finance management mm-hmm. so that is um, the our core value as mm-hmm. our core function as a civil society organization okay. so we mm. we mostly say NTA is for all Kenyans. Oh, how do taxes. you know your taxes are being used? Because <laughs> <laughs> does, does, does NTA <laughs> pay tax? Yeah, we don't <laughs> pay tax. <laughs> 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 qualify for, I think, um, among the few guys, mm. Nico, a thousand more. Yeah. Fund. A, a thousand so Eddie mainly we focus on implementing programs that yeah. are focused on um, holding the government accountable yeah. maybe with um, with the national and some national levels mm. so we we mostly work with the communities mm. Like for this project it is um, it is funded by Oxfam in Kenya. Mm. It is dubbed Civil Society Capacity Building for Improved Fiscal Justice. Mm. So for this program we've worked with um, three community based organizations of the Boda Boda Association from Gidurai mm. um, <laughs> Umoja Disability Center from Umoja 3 and mm. Kenazvit Kenya National Association of Street Vendors. Okay. Yeah. Jokes from Kakumbuka, <laughs> Oxford, one acre fund. <laughs> But now I know someone from Oxford. <laughs> so, I'm saying they are funded yeah? by hey, Oxfam. Oxfam. Yeah. We, we kazi Oxfam. Mi, mi <laughs> communication mm. something, communication mm. assistance. Do com- like every time you apply and then you go into what, what are those aptitude tests? Mm. Yes. Do the aptitude tests. Unaona tu hapa unajitoa tu. Unaona uja qualify. Much thanks to Oxfam for making this able mm-hmm. be able to happen. I mean, I've not worked with them but now I'm working with them. <laughs> Or they are working with you. Or they are working with me. <laughs> a win is a win. Yes. I think in this situation Oxfam is is a parent. Yeah. So we are the children. NGA, ah. IPF Actually, uh, someone from Oxfam just walked in. He's <laughs> <laughs> another person that has wanted <laughs> to work. Maybe by the way, let me tell you. If, yeah. if ever ninge part of Oxfam, mm. like ninge like that was my dream, Oxfam or one acre fund because nikwa no nanga there's a where well, I used to say there's a guy who used to work there. Mm. The guy used to work like for three days a week. He's mm. always traveling. I'm mm. like, this is the life. This is the life. <laughs> That is why we have Alan here. Yeah. Alan. Let Alan hapa. He got. After to me to me kuhusu DRM, yeah. we'll talk about Oxfam. Yeah. Mm. So Alan, yeah. So I I came with shame so maybe he can handle the DRM, mm-hmm. but Wacheni kutimiza majina ngumu. Kumbuka. You will lose the audience. <laughs> It is easy to say DRM. Hii mezoea but of course the introduction. Onjiro wainaina nasikiza na she's like what is DRM? Domestic resource manager so domestic resource mobilization. Let's keep it simple. Kulipa ushuru ni kujitegemea. That is the only thing I remember from retirement benefits of Mombasa. Our clarion call is pesa zetu akietu. Akietu. 
hiyo ya kulipa ushuru ni ya KRA hapo kwa haki niko na nyinyi so kazi yao ni kuensure that haki yako kama mwananchi yuko uko nayo while i was coming here i wasn't driving lakini while i was coming i was seeing on the road what are they saying this this project is made possible by your fuel levy fuel levy that is kura yeah kura i'm like yeah why why do you have to tell us that is made possible by my uh, this is what you're supposed to do you know like mm. if you're a child and then mom ni mosha viombo like right to information that is that is your work ndugu is right that's the right information mm. you must know like, you must be told the levies where are they going to mm. in that case kplc but anyway and then there is this <laughs> there is this um uh, challenge with knowing which road is the county is road which one is the mm belongs to Kenha and which nigani mca is, mca uh, na claim amejenga ame so akisema hivyo unajua hiyo mm. ni akura au sasa hiyo ni ah, so that you Kenya urban yenye afanyi kazi Nairobi mm. when utafute governor yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway so um Alan you are done ex- um introducing yeah I, Yeah basically I've done that so uh-huh. this project mainly to kwatangalia two several aspects uh-huh. still ilikuwa budget making process uh-huh. uh, public participation <coughs> Eddie, have we ever heard of something called public participation mm nishaitwa nini inaitwa ngaje nyumba 10 vijana ria hiyo si public participation unasema ile ile siku ile siku baba alikuja akasema vijana ria achana hiyo like this guy given someone you know bele then we are called as men so what do you do that's public participation but of course i know not Ujenda za mtaani, ujenda za mtaani. So public participation is uh, ni right inafakila mm. mwananchi ajue. Mm. Like kuna public participation. Budget making process iko na steps na mm. mostly naanza na making the proposals mm. and then it comes to the treasury me, treasury now presenting the the minister this year mm. presenting mm. the budget proposals to the to the parliament mm. then the parliament approves or disapproves some of the budget estimates that have been given mm. and then they are taken to the committees strategic committees kanya health mm. education nini waangalie waone the appropriation is sufficient and then it trickles down sure. now the government has to invite the public there is a, a section where the government has to invite the public yeah. mm-hmm. to participate in the budget making process mm-hmm. so kaujai participate kwa moja i think i should be inviting you for one <laughs> i mean a government pesa zake si haki yake you are the government yeah oh, and yeah. it is important because <laughs> in a influence the kind of These developments you want to know history <laughs> a government of the people by the people with the people i just cram them and write them in the exam <laughs> you are doing it for the purposes of passing because every time i've interacted with the government mm-hmm. i've been on the other side of the law <laughs> <laughs> So now go back kidogo when they take your fingerprint mm-hmm. so we'll work with you in Dogo for this project mm-hmm. so what you'll need is a certificate and then we just come signing mm-hmm. then unaenda una sign in unaona tu red alert zimetokea 
this person, this person, but <laughs> so public participation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, public but so we unanimously agree we should be participating. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The budget making process. It's we important. should influence policy. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course. Both at the national and subnational levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Okay. Now we will get right into today's session. And uh we have a number of uh, things, topics or maybe questions that we will discuss. And uh Shem being the expert in this area, you will we will allow you to take uh, a lot of time <laughs> and uh the center stage. So um, kindly tell us uh what is uh, domestic resource mobilization or DRM and why we should care. Yes. Because <laughs> Kenyans don't about <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. Sure. Mm. I I like how Eddie did put it. It's mm. good to synthesize it mm-hmm. so that uh Yes. You know, when we talk about DRM, um, you know, these are strategies that the government put in place mm-hmm. so that it can fund and raise mm-hmm. for the same fund to help it mm-hmm. achieve its obligations mm-hmm. domestically. And, uh, you know, <coughs> when we say that, we mean uh, by minimizing external uh, fundings mm-hmm. for example you, you know nowadays we talk about uh, mm-hmm. so at times we say why then don't we look for our own within mm-hmm. the country mm-hmm. because uh, you you know kenya is uh, let me talk about kenya in terms of our resources, mm. then that will give us a very clear definition of what DRM is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenya is one of the countries that is uh, blessed with natural resources. Mm. And uh, when we talk about natural resources, you know, we have gold. And uh, at the same time, we have informal sectors that are not taxed. And these are the gaps that are there in reality. But when the government put good strategies in which they can easily be um, they can easily be incentivized, like the government is able to get resources mm-hmm. from the same strategies, mm-hmm. then we can easily uh, fund our projects. Mm-hmm. So DRM in short means that a strategy put in place by the government mm. to fund and should I say fundraise mm-hmm. and also to spend mm. for its projects. Okay. Yeah, so that's a very simple terminology to which we can easily understand DRM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've, not, you've not covered the last part where it asks why we should care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most important. Ah, thank you. Mm. Ah, ah, by the way, mm. Mm, this is why you should care. You know, we have what's called SDG goal. I think maybe mm. you have heard about yes. SDG goal. Mm. And uh, when we talk about SDG goal, we we we, we have like the twenty. Okay, we have Vision Twenty Thirty. Mm-hmm. We have Africa Agenda of Twenty Fifty. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we talk about SDG Goal One to Seventeen, these are things that easily affect us. Like me, if I don't access water, which is a basic need, mm-hmm. 
then it means that the basic requirement for humanity is not achieved. Mm-hmm. And whom am I blaming? The government. Yes, uh, the, government. the question is, who is the government? It's me. Mm-hmm. So if I blame myself, it means there's something I'm not doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get it? Self-awareness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So th- I think that's one way to which we have to... It, we, it's very important to us mm-hmm. in that the resources must be accumulated to help us achieve these goals which have been set by the Af- Africa Union, by Kenya Vision 2030, mm-hmm. the SDG goal agenda is there. And all this, if you look at where they converge, mm-hmm. is for the basic need of humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, there is a, a place you have, uh, you have drawn a contradistinction between um, uh, the, the DRMs mm-hmm. and uh, other external sources of uh, uh, resources yeah. and you've mentioned loans why would we focus on DRMs uh, instead of maybe thinking about um, quickly accessible means of uh, attracting yeah. resources yes uh, yeah you know <coughs> when we talk mm-hmm. about DRM mm-hmm. you know by the way let, let's not confuse something here mm-hmm. DRM it doesn't increase tax mm-hmm. It is expansion of the tax bracket. bracket. Okay. You get it. Mm. For example, no, it, you know, currently uh, Kenya is um, tax to GDP. It's mm-hmm. only 17.4%, mm-hmm. which is very minimal, by the way. Mm-hmm. We, we, we are only able to collect 17.4% of our tax, mm-hmm. while the completion of 50 million Kenyans are in need of the services. So when we talk about DRM, we are trying to say, where can we get the resources? Within domestically, which does not acquire interest rate as compared to mm-hmm. external commercial loans. loans yes. For example, um, you know, sorry, you know, Kenya is one of the countries that uh, has acquired a very high percentage of external loans, and at the same time we are not only paying loans, but we are also paying interest rate. Mm-hmm. And with time, you'll realize that the interest rate we are paying for the same loan can even be higher than some services. For, exa- for example, the social protection uh, sector. If you compare the interest rate paid for the loan that Kenya acquires from uh, donors or uh, external um, developed countries, you'll realize we are paying high amount whereby we can easily be able to domestically accumulate these funds mm-hmm. and we can easily be able to provide for these services. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it's very important to think about it. You know, it's not always good to be a beggar mm-hmm. when you have a service. I mean, when you have Capacity. potential. Mm. Yeah. Why? Why should we be borrowing, and we have potential. For example, uh, I, I think I gave this example concerning the mineral, the the minerals. If you go to counties like um, Taita Taveta, Chigori, uh, you go to Siaya, Kakamega, these are counties that are blessed with minerals, golds, but you realize that there is no clear framework to which people can be 
uh, like they can get government support to extract these minerals so that by the time I'm earning as a citizen, mm. the government also earns in terms of taxes. Tax. So you see how we can easily increase this. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the informal sector, we, we have left it very open. You know, Kenya is run 70% informal, mm-hmm. and it's 70% informal that is forming part of our GDP. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, if 70% of our informal sector, I mean of our population, is informal sector, then what are the strategies put in place to tax them? Mm-hmm. It should not be like, we should increase tax to the few poor Kenyans when we forget how to expand the tax base. I think mm-hmm. that is it. Um, yeah. Quite clear. <laughs> and um, now, what is the relationship between DRM and taxation? I know you have... Uh, tried to delve into that okay. uh, but I, I would want you to paint a clearer picture of the relationship between DRM and taxation no I think you will cover that on the question okay. uh, because uh, <laughs> there is that an aspect of hard to tax areas oh mm-hmm. yeah 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 so you know when we talk about uh, tax, this comes in terms of physical policy. Mm. When we talk about physical policy, these are tools that are used by the government to, uh, I mean, they are tools used by the government to uh, help in spending and also in getting the taxes. Mm. And uh, when we talk about tax, we are trying to look at the relationship of the DRM and the tax. So the question is, if we increase the domestic resource mobilization strategies, is there probability of increasing our taxes? Yes. <laughs> Such that when we increase the base, <laughs> then the tax base will also increase. And as the tax base increases, then you'll realize that the government will be able to provide for basic services to the uh, dis- disadvantaged groups mm. who are in need of, uh, let's say, education, health, sec- uh, health services, uh, social protection units. Mm-hmm. So it is always in order that uh, as we look at the tax, then we should not forget, we should not forget how DRM will help us to increase the base. So I think that's a good relationship that we have to look at when it comes to the relationship. Okay. Um, and, and what are the sources you could say, um, the sources that you know of DRM? Um, you know, if I look at Africa as a whole, you know, Africa is one of the blessed continents. Um, in terms of uh, its resources. And uh, I'm giving emphasis on uh, uh, minerals because it's an area that has not really been uh, dealt exploited. with. To the, yeah, exploited mm. to the maximum. Uh, because if, for example, you look at a country like Congo, you look at a country like uh, South Africa, mm-hmm. a country like uh, Sierra Leone, Botswana, mm. and even our country, Kenya, where by resources are there, 
but the exploit exploitation part of it is taking long because maybe the frameworks put in place is not working so one source of drm for uh, for africa is the minerals that we own mm-hmm. at home so um maybe if i have to say that um in kenya there was a law we passed under the mining act law 2016 that gave a room for how to streamline the mining sector so that uh, citizens can easily extract resources and at the same time when resources are being extracted remember income increases and as income increases what happens government is mm-hmm. able to increase or get the tax mm-hmm. so as income increase investment will cre- will increase and the tax will increase so that's one source to which the rm is we can easily get oh. the resources another is the informal sector like i said mm-hmm. that um if the government uh, for example in kenya is able to streamline the sector look at the boda boda it's one area that's very much uh, it's a potential mm-hmm. to the government mm-hmm. in terms of resources and it's also potential to unemployed kenyans in terms of reso- i mean in terms of uh, income but the question is how has it been streamlined so that the border border guy does not feel infringed you know you 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 go to the market assume you have your border border you pay 50 bob daily surely mm. Uh, you know, and then the fun thing is that you don't see the the return mm. of the money in terms of the service that the government gives mm-hmm. so those are what we talk about when it comes to how the public feels that however much they contribute to the development of a nation but the service they receive is very limited mm-hmm. yeah so that's another source to which drm can be considered oh, okay yes. but how will you cuz I'm thinking if you know in saying Kisi alone mm. <coughs> there are 300,000 border border riders and that's just one informal aspect of the the community mm. there's also the the Jokali guys the ah, guys who sure. sell those boxes mm. at high school there's the mamambo even street vendors yes. yeah. there's Ndugu and his friends who carry those things in town mm. the bear to Mzigo so how how do you track cuz if you say about streamlining how then does the government cuz i know they tried it with the border border guys I was doing a story on them mm-hmm. and they tried that thing of registering them but how then do you cuz even the guy who brought me today is a border border guy and i'm like this guy does not look like he knows anything about i or he ever wants to know anything about getting formal employment because you know they have like their own world and it's working for them they have their own circles and then you tell them to pay we want to take 5% or 3% even us right here in the podcast whenever mm. we are charging people for for <laughs> then they tell us you have to pay 5% withholding i'm like withholding why tax. so we have, okay <laughs> so you feel you feel that capinch yeah. you know because <clears> I, don't, i don't like paying taxes myself mm. I, i know it's a necessary evil <laughs> but it's not something this is someone taking money from your pocket mm. yeah they are taking money although they are saying it's going to help yes. you but 
you are taking money you are, you are punishing me for doing good work <laughs> technically okay. so how how do you streamline such a sector i get it yeah. you know uh i pass through kisi when i'm going home so and you i know, know how yes. notorious <laughs> <laughs> you you know um one one thing we have to understand is that mm. um paying taxes an obligation mm. and by the way it should be a pride paying tax mm. but the pride comes should come with a condition that you know citizens have grown or they have had that tendency of why should i pay when i don't see the service mm. and so that calls for uh, involvement of the civil societies in making the government to be transparent in what they give to the citizens mm. when we talk about streamlining we are not trying to say now the border border guy to be formally employed mm. we are talking about you carry out your business as normal but at the same time you play your part as a citizen so when you are border border uh why okay maybe it's a question not for us but the normal one why should you pay uh, for example uh, a petrol 200 shillings mm-hmm. and then you still pay tax but you don't see the the return mm. of the same mm. so you'll realize that a citizen will feel pinched in terms of over taxation mm. with no service in return and that is the streamlining part we are talking about that when the government is trying to expand its uh, revenue uh, base it should or it must also think about service to the to the citizen so that if you pay 5 bob Mm. and uh, along the area you are living in you can see the pipe of water is being put there mm. then you know you'll feel like surely it's a give a, i mean a give uh, or you call it give and take give and, give and take mm. strategy mm. so uh, that that is a way to which streamlining it is very important okay. and again um you know uh, historically we we know africa the formal Uh, employment as mm. is very low and the informal employment has taken over mm. so the question is should we be asking uh um financial support from developed countries who have formalized their economy yeah. when we have refused to formalize our economy so that we can easily uh service our own services mm-hmm. You know those are the questions we need to ask and that's why we started by saying the government is me. So when I give to the government then there must be a return in terms of the service delivery. And uh, by the way what the citizen is mostly after is the basic needs. Provide citizens with water, give them good education, provide for them security and allow them to give their I mean to participate in uh, decision making uh, that's very important so um, I, i i try to look at it in terms of uh, i mean give and take strategy okay mm. and i also think uh, streamlining the the challenge in the area is streamlining the informal sector as you said, said. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, currently i think the government is so more moving into registering yeah. associations the informal sure. the informal guys like the street <laughs> vendors so hard to to mm. to, to tax a, a mamamboga mm. or a hoka in town so that's why like for nairobi they have the kenasvit team it's called the kenya national association mm-hmm. of vendors mm-hmm. so of street vendors so mm. they they are come together from an association so their monthly contribution it is taxed as an organization and not as an individual so yeah. when oh. you as a hawker mm. when you so they able you to contribute hawker of the podcast mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. if you have a podcast association uh-huh. and then now you pay your taxes and you are taxed as an mm. association mm. it will be more reasonable as opposed to now yes. being taxed as an individual mm. yeah. so that's why the informal to... sector mm. is now being formalized mm. now we have the kenasvit we have the border border association i think we have the disability group we have the umoja mm. we are also moving away from cbos you know cbos are not being taxed yeah, sure. mm. so the government is transitioning towards associations because associations they can be taxed a small fee and we increase the tax base and increase our revenue Okay. Mm. Yeah. True. Uh, Let's see. And Ndugwe does the why why DRM as opposed to loans I I, I expected shame to say. Oh, I didn't say anything also, about it. No, you did. <laughs> But I was thinking it's also shameful for the president to be walking around. With a kikapu. Unajua tulianzisha nini? Tulianzisha tulianzisha pay bill juzi mm-hmm. ya ya kuchangia watu wenye wako na wako na njaa yeah. is it also a form of drm because <laughs> we are contributing i know it doesn't uh, expand the tax base yes. but um, it is the government now mobilizing resources to take care of its immediate uh, its immediate need which is to feed the people would that be considered uh, a method can but i think that's more of a csr strategy yeah. <laughs> your government CSR doing area. csr yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know i'm i'm trying to look at it in this way uh, remember that payable is for kenyans <laughs> the smaller percentage who pays tax are the same people who will pay in that pay mm. bill mm. So, so there's nothing would... we are expanding there mm. and again remember um DRM strategy must include physical policy strategy mm. whereby the government comes in in terms of uh, when it has to expand its strategy of resource mobilization then the citizens also must receive the benefit of doubt for the mm. same mm-hmm. so uh, for me i don't think that is a way to which uh, we are domestically Uh, sourcing for resources mm. yeah, i believe there are even some organization from us who will <laughs> will uh, donate uh. the same payment <laughs> that's not a domestic covid you remember covid billionaires <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> yeah so i think it's not really making sense in terms of actually you'll realize that um, what makes such a thing to happen is because of uh, lack of trustworthy mm-hmm. and uh, again lack of sincerity from the leadership because when we start talking about baby to those who are suffering mm-hmm. why are they suffering because they mm-hmm. lack the basic needs mm-hmm. you know someone cannot afford <coughs> a meal on a table a high percentage of kenyans are living be- below one dollar at mm-hmm. most uh, now it's 1.9 dollars a day mm-hmm. 
which is very minimal. And when we are talking about you to support the same person, when you are yourself, you are suffering, mm. you can't even get those basic needs, mm. then this is a trickle-down of a problem. Mm. You know, taking from someone suffering to help someone suffering. Mm. Suf- mm. More yeah. Suffering more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that's why now we call for the DRM strategy to be expanded. Mm. So that in the future, Kenya can, we can be a surprising nation to many nations. We can be a referencing point mm. whereby we can say we have enough. There are enough uh, resources in the country that can provi- we can use to provide for those who are in need. Mm. Um, there is no need for us now and again, like uh, you said, that we look for funds from other countries and at the same time we ask the citizen to give in this project there and there, mm-hmm. when at the same time we can't, or the government is not able to provide for the basic need for the same citizens who mm. are suffering. Uh. Yeah. So which now leads me to the next question. Mm, what methods would you say the government has put in place in uh, its DRM strategies? Um, you know, if you look at our um, financial, financial year 2021-2022. Mm-hmm. That is the current financial year. Yes, uh-huh. the current one. The government um, surpassed its... Uh, um, target Target. in terms of uh, taxation Taxation. with uh, 4.8%. It was like 5%. Mm. But still, we are pegged on below 20% of the revenue. Mm. Developed countries have a revenue collection of 80 to 85%. You know, we are now the opposite of them. Mm. We are in 18, they are in 80-something. So, the one way to which the government, I have to give it, I mean, I have to give a credit to the government in that <coughs> it um, managed to get extra. Mm. I'm not, I might not be sure whether they increase the tax base mm-hmm. or they increase the tax. You know, those are two mm. different terminologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's either they yes. increased what you're paying yeah, or yeah. It's no, it was not paying, people it wasn't increase. paying, mm. and then they demarcated the number them. of people yeah, paying. There's that. Yeah, mm. so if that was the case, then well and good. So that's one way, the physical policy strategy, whereby the government must demarcate those who are not paying for taxes and then they take into consideration. Mm-hmm. And again, the tax system. Tax system is very important. We have to consider our tax tax system in terms of uh, who pays tax and who doesn't pay tax. You know, it's very absurd that uh, a country like Kenya, you'll find uh, the poor are being taxed on the higher side. Mm. And the rich, some of them don't even pay. I remember when I was doing my master's, I did a research paper on uh, illicit finance, I mean finance flow from the country to the developed countries, whereby the rich, uh, I mean, they accumulate a lot of wealth, Mm -hmm. but they will not want to invest them in the country because they will be taxed. Mm. So what do they do? 
they take them developed countries like you have heard of new jersey mm. whereby some of our prominent politicians take their mm. resources and put them in bank there mm. wa- waiting for the right time when a government that favors them will come into mm. so i think those are some of the um, tax uh, system strategies that the government must put in place that every citizen must pay tax note that every citizen must pay an increased tax with no return to the same tax mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's very important to consider that too and then uh, maybe to consider again um, the political will whereby uh, when we have a political class that is considerate to the citizens in terms of uh, what is needed in terms of uh, service delivery mm-hmm. then it will be very important uh, there's no need to have uh, politicians talk about someone not paying tax not to talk about like they don't talk about maybe an organization or a company that is not paying tax mm. because they are attached to it mm. but you Uh, let me give you an example using Eddie. Um, maybe what you are near today, you love to pay 30% of it as a tax. Mm. Then when you live here, you go to the supermarket, you buy a good, mm. you again pay yeah, this a tax mm. on 16. the good you have bought. You, mm. You'll realize that you, you are giving 50-50 to the government. Mm. But the question that still stands is, do you receive the service equivalent to what you are giving mm. that's what the citizens are after yes oh okay. god i don't earn <laughs> <laughs> this is charity <laughs> the other way that uh, i think we had mentioned it's formalization of the formalization of the informal yeah. sector yes. uh-huh. that is the only way out that the government can really increase the mm. ah yeah. true increasing the tax base minus increasing the tax oh, okay yeah. so would you say currently that is a practice that that uh, is 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 alive in Kenya or uh, like shame is uh, poking holes into 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 that um realized increase in in uh, in the target of KRA did we increase the base or did we increase the tax by individual like you you are overtaxed so that the government could uh, achieve its target i think it's two way mm-hmm. <coughs> when when you look at the tax increases from last year mm. especially in the electioneering period mm. so the taxes were quite high mm-hmm. so maybe one of the contribution why KRA realized a, a higher tax as mm-hmm. its estimation was the increase in taxes mm. and then the next one is now maybe there are more Kenyans paying tax mm. as opposed to the previous years okay and, and again you know KRA tried to st- uh, to streamline its uh, mm. Uh, strategy in terms of uh, demarcating we call them the uh, the black spot areas mm. whereby you get the bis- businesses are running but the government don't receive any mm. any people any, are filing yes, nil returns nil returns mm. Mm. and uh, the i mean KRA <laughs> tried to make it uh, a very clear in a very clear way in terms of how the tax uh, uh, strategy mm. Uh, or the tax system worked mm-hmm. and you know with this modernization of the tax uh, system mm. it made it very easy 
nowadays it's not a must have to go make a queue Mm. to make my return mm. people will find it Anytime. within their comfort zone to mm. do the i mean the tax return mm-hmm. and uh, you know when the covid came you remember there were some um there were some presidential uh, um directives in terms mm-hmm. of reduction in tax on some goods mm. that is in 2019 2020 And then when we started 2020 end of 2020 up to I think up to now they removed those uh, directives uh, whereby there were some goods which were being even taxed 16% but when it was removed it went back to the normality at 35% mm. so that also led to an increase in tax mm. I mean an increase in um, in the revenue mm. yes so we have to consider that too uh, okay um you have answered so many of other related questions that i had oh <laughs> <laughs> which which is a good thing yeah. um so maybe expound to us what is um or what are the roles of um, maybe citizens and c uh, cso's and all the strategic partners mm. in influencing drm and public finance management policies okay um now if i have to start with the citizen mm-hmm. One way to which I have to play a role in influencing the DRM strategy, like he said, the, the public participation. Mm-hmm. You know, when the government is making a budget, there is a process. Process one, two, until the end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these processes, they made sure that citizens must be included at some point. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a Uh, i mean uh, i mean uh, advantage i mean advantage of your voice to be heard so that what you think for example you are here uh, when the nairobi county is making its budget then they can say tomorrow we have uh, a madaraka meeting at this point citizens are called to give their view on how the budget needs to to be so from there you can easily say guys there is this uh resource lying here we need to think about how the government can come in to help us make it work in terms of can the government provide incentive we call them tax in- incentives mm-hmm. you know whereby you, the government will say this is a resource it needs to be extracted but now we are going instead of buying maybe a tool that needs to be used for the extraction at 1000 you'll buy it at 500 we have given you a tax holiday mm. for the same so that the resource can easily be extracted and at the same time you will realize that when we talk about uh, citizens wanting transparency in how the resources are being allocated and are being spent that is very important as a citizen we have to take consideration in that and then when you talk about the cso actually we we are like a jack of all trades <laughs> everywhere we will find us mm. uh, because you know people sometimes think cso's are opposed to everything government does but it's not like that mm. we always want efficiency mm-hmm. in terms of what the government provides mm-hmm. when i talk about efficiency it's not about being on paper mm-hmm. 
the government, right? That um, we are going to uh, um, to dig a bowl here in Trukana, and then that bowl hasn't been dug, but it's there in the final paper that they are reporting. So you'll find that this yourselves will always be there to demarcate this black areas that the government does not really take into consideration. Mm. So um, um, I, I tend to believe that um, CSOs need to play a role in terms of uh, uh, making the government provide for the services mm. in return to the tax that the citizen pays. Because when you pay tax and you, you receive uh, I mean, uh, a service, then maybe a neighbor who hasn't been paying will find it, you know, it will not be like, a, uh, I mean, a forced obligation, mm-hmm. but uh, you'll find it to be a pride that it's good to pay tax because the service is being given back to us. Mm-hmm. So CSOs will play that role. Advocacy of the same, whereby um, there are some areas whereby citizens are not even aware of what the government is giving, they are not even aware what the government is not giving. Mm. <laughs> Actually, there are even some areas. They're mm. just unaware. Yeah, they, mm. they are like unaware of everything. Mm. You know, there are some areas that uh, people are not aware whether the government is gi- giving free education or not. Mm. So the question is, what role do mm. uh, civil society plays here? Advocating for this to reach the masses. Mm. So I think that is one way to which we can play a role. Okay. Maybe if yeah, you can have something to add. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just say the right thing. I think information, information, information is power. How do you want to <laughs> help the government help you? <laughs> by increasing my salary. No, Kiongeza Hustlers Fund, Itafurai Sala. Hustlers Fund. Yes. I think CSOs only have to provide information. I mm. think... Uh, yeah, that's the most important thing. Like mm. For us, we've recorded successes. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we we had a community engagement in Gidurai and uh, mm. we had the MCA and mm. uh, yeah, we educated people about their rights, mm. their privileges in the constitution, what mm. they should expect mm-hmm. from the leaders and yeah, the mm. MCA committed to helping the people with disability to mm. give them available good mm. markets mm. that yes. they can easily navigate uh, empower them economically but as opposed to yeah. being given handouts, handouts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. did you tell them uh, to pay taxes those already <laughs> that have uh, have have income no there there is a provision <laughs> for people with disability yeah. it's called tax exemption yes yes not allowed to pay mm-hmm. tax but oh, under yeah. certain procedures mm. so in our next podcast we shall be covered mm. in our next podcast <laughs> we shall be oh, covered oh, we'll so but you you don't have disability but you see you see you don't fall in love yeah or or I can't I think even yes. before you finish. And then uh, another mm. success we recorded with mm. our hawkers, mm-hmm. we, we helped them write a petition yeah. and forwarded it to the county assembly and yeah. the national assembly. And mm. 
Uyo alikuwa hapi. MP is a hawker for books. Books is books. MP for Stare Amos Mwago adopted one of the recommendations of setting up pop-up markets. So the CSOs mostly do the advocacy and the power let's say information mm. because we we teach the people we educate the people now to write petitions do memos and yeah information mm. is key information is you know, a lot of people you know the default human condition is complaining <laughs> like iserikali <laughs> itatumaliza like that, that is who we are not mm-hmm. just as Kenyans but worldwide we just like to complain but mostly we complain because we don't know enough sure. so you have limited knowledge and then you see it's all about perspective what you know is only what you can speak about yeah. so if you don't know that there are organizations out there you know even learning about your taxes even knowing how your taxes work sure. because what you see is that is just ooh, the president just wants my money you know <laughs> or the government is just cutting money from me but you you never really think about okay fine this is this is a necessary evil and it's going to help me long term even for my kids it even pays for you know i know there's all that stuff about nhif and health <clears throat> but if we really now came together and even if we joined hands even as citizens just to think about like you're saying the public participation yeah. you know once you start i know ndugu is, is very much active in those things and ndangaraliza kila mtu but but once you start participating I, i'm a responsible citizen yeah, yeah. and once you start participating you always want to know more yeah you, you develop a follow up exactly mm-hmm. and even you know it can even launch your ambitions so you can become mm-hmm. a doctoral fellow like mm-hmm. You know, make some money as well mm. you get education mm. yeah okay so shem your final words uh, final for today final mm. for the your final, final words yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for today for, for today, today. Yeah. before the final word there was something you asked concerning the public finance management mm-hmm. in terms of how the citizens relate with this society and how it comes into in, during the drm mm or under the DM, DRM mm-hmm. um, we 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 have to understand that government um, prepare the what we call macro physical uh, framework mm. like now the budget for 2022 2023 is uh, almost mm. being prepared mm. but there must be public participation on what needs to be included what needs not to be included and what needs to be emphasized on the same mm. and even after that this budget process and also the oversight role mm. so as a citizen we have the role to play in terms of uh, taking the role of uh, oversighting mm. the government what are you doing what are you not doing right mm-hmm. so like he said the voice is very important good paramount in terms of uh, asking for more when it is our right now my final uh, word is that uh, we we are a continent that is blessed with the almost all resources and we are a continent that's blessed with the higher population of youths mm-hmm. and uh, you'll realize that with that in our hand we are able to upscale our revenue mm. but even before that the government must also think about how these resources are being utilized in a way that the citizens are able to see and and also able to feel mm. so i want to urge us that 
as we play our role of being good citizens, let's also play our role of being good taxpayers. Mm. So that we can take the government head on with the right mind in that we are paying taxes mm-hmm. but the service delivery is poor we you know i should be ashamed if i can go to uh notarily how do you call it mandamano beyaunga imeongezeka lakini i earn more than 500000 but i don't want to pay a tax mm. that's very shameful for a citizen because a country is never built on external leads mm. we will never go far if we have via debt remember mm-hmm. in 10 20 years to come maybe you might not be you might not be there or I might not be there but our children will be there and they will pay the same debt mm-hmm. so is it a pride to pass the same debt to our generation to come no it is not it is good to help demarcate where the resources is mm domestically yeah. so that we can uh, have our own mm-hmm. within the country and that will help us to grow and develop as a country mm. actually if that is possible then you'll realize Kenya and any other country in Africa is able to move from a developing country mm-hmm. that level to a developed country country oh. yes. Alan ah, okay thank you I, I think for me I just have to to say we are glad Mm. and uh urge Kenyans that it is their constitutional right to hold the government accountable mm. for the projects that they are running both mm. at the national and the county level gov- government mm. levels mm. Uh, we we also need to know they also need to be active mm. in uh, understanding the budget making process mm. when they are required to participate in the budget making process influence policy where it is necessary mm. and reach out to us whenever mm. they have challenges so that we can deal you are student leader no so that they can we can work together to mm. to ensure that we have a, a socially accountable government mm. a, re, a citizen responsive government in short mm. no okay yeah pesa zetu haki zetu pesa yetu haki yetu and uh, for us I from our organization uh, we also are interested in working with the marginalized mm. groups mostly we work with youths women and pwds oh people with disabilities yes you need to work with that guy Eddie, when, when, when you are talking about people <laughs> with disability don't say people living with disability it's a lesson i got yesterday yeah oh. Oh. when you say people living with disability it means you stay with the disability you wake up disability you will come back and meet disability <laughs> you, you know these things keep on changing yeah. Yeah. you so, know um kitambo it was uh, disabled people yeah. mm. then we moved from that because it sounded a bit off yeah. then yeah. people living with disabilities mm. became the you know the other yeah, go to phrase now it's people with people no with Now it's people with disability. People yeah. with disabilities. Yeah, we uh, we have the we removed the living part. It's like that Kiswahili thing we used to be taught in in high school. Nakumbuka sana mwalimu wangu wa Kiswahili. Usiseme unakula uga chapati na kuku. Kwa 
Simu na kula chapati kwa kuku. <laughs> chapati na kuku so unakula chapati pia inakula. <laughs> so ni chapati kwa kuku but for the lesson of today's people with disability not yeah. people. I think if you search people living with disabilities either on Facebook or even Twitter you just see everyone. So my friend is a person living with disability but now we know even Nani what's, mm. her, what's his name the Meru guy. Mm. I think he said the same thing. Yes. Okay, uh, we had a guest here. Mm. Come on. Come on. Um, yeah. yeah. But thank you for the lesson. It's it's yeah. people with disability. Yes. yes. Yeah. So um that was Alan from uh, NTA and uh, Shem from IPF uh, taking us through uh, DRM and uh, the difference between domestic resource mobilization and its relation to taxation um the method through which the government um achieves its DRM strategies and all that um that pertains DRM. Yes. So we hope to catch you again next uh, week mm. on uh, a similar uh, or a different but related topic on uh, uh, taxation. Yes. And the whole I think next week will be fun. Okay, this was not boring. <laughs> <laughs> but next week because you said it will be people with disabilities we we'll yeah, talk sure. about that. Yeah. And We are looking at tax justice. Tax yes. justice yes, with disability. disability. Yes, it will be interesting. interesting. Yeah, it, it will be And interesting. We also dis- define what a disability is because kulala njasi disability. We were almost <laughs> telling you to look at your computer. Now because Now because you have said you are working with uh, marginalized. Yeah. I want you to work with him. Kijana But before then Dugu closes the show officially maybe you should tell people where to find you in case someone needs more information especially uh, or someone just wants to to work with you guys as well or maybe to to invite you somewhere especially for for shem because we will have nta still next week oh uh, uh, so uh, ipf institute of public finance yeah. is in uh, alingam mm. ah. yeah we are Apart in alingam mm. in a, yeah. a court called rosami court Rosami. Yeah, mm. so we are a big organization with mm. the CEO called the James Muraguri. If you mm. always watch TV, you'll always see him there. Mm. I've He's seen Muraguri. Mm. Advocate for uh, budget mm. uh budget processing, mm. advocate for equity in terms of resource uh, resource allocation mm-hmm. and uh, also even in climate financing. So mm-hmm. we are there and uh, This was a good opportunity. Mm. We have worked with the NTA. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a good time and we'll continue working because we're just in the same mm. field mm. but in a different house. Mnaweza kuwa na nafasi ya intern. Senior intern. Karibu shema tu na salamu. Nimeona. Nimeona. I will give you our, our, our website you can check. Ah yeah. You will get everything there. Na vile kijana alikuwa amesema kuna connections. Manzi but Alan ataniangusha. Unaweza kutuma salamu? Anyway, uh, that was a good session yes. and we hope to learn more from uh, NTA mm. and uh, the next uh, CSO uh, perso- per- personality that we'll have on the show next week. Mm. Thank you so much uh, and thank you for listening. Thank you.